Hello, welcome to 2021 on Be a Better Human podcast. And I'm so excited. This is my official first podcast of the year, the new year. And it is January 5th, 2021. And today's topic is going to be about self-control because as we start the new year off, some people I think need a little reminder about discipline and, you know, just working on self-control, even in my own personal life. And so the next couple of weeks, that's the where I'm going to be focusing my attention on verses that bring out um, the benefits of having self-control. First, First Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 through 3, and it reads, Now the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. Now, in this verse, Timothy was explaining what they should look for in a person before appointing them as an overseer um, in the congregations of the, you know, the the Jews uh, and the people that were becoming, you know, uh, even Gentiles. Some were Gentiles as well. That people that were understanding um, the gospel message and they were starting to build these communities. And it was getting to be so many people now um, that now they needed they, it wasn't, it was too many people for just, um, the disciples to be around to, you know, settle disputes and make sure that people were getting taken care of the widows and the the orphans. And so this was the criteria of the men that became pretty much like, almost like a judge among the people. Um, it necessarily wasn't always just these people were, um, only leaders in the church, they were leaders in their communities. And I think that you have to really understand how life was structured back then versus how life is structured now. And this, this was basically like, there was a, a process that these men had to go through to get these type of positions, um, among the people overseer, um, among the people. And so these are the qualifications. Now, the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. And so, isn't that an interesting list of character traits? And it's very interesting some of the things that was on this list, because when you think about the fact that our kids don't have the type of leaders that even when I was, I grew up in the eighties and the nineties and even my level of respect for certain offices that I had as a kid, you know, in our, in our politics now, things have gotten so bad that, you know, no one really respects a lot of our leadership in this country because of these type of things like the, the uh, character flaws of the person and they're the way that they, you know, treat things that are pretty serious. We just lose respect, even if the person has a respectable position that they're in. But if their behavior is a certain way, you just lose respect for for the fact that, man, this is our president, you know, or this is the judge acting like this, you know. So it's just crazy. Our, I'll say communities like let's say, like, for instance, uh, governors. And then you have um 
our whole judicial system. As long as these people go to school, as long as these people, you know, pretty much pass their exams, um, there's not really a whole lot of consideration made about a lot of the other things that they're doing or not doing in their personal lives. Even if they're moral people or not, um, it's just basically, they say, well, keep uh, church and state separate. And I'm telling you, no wonder we are at the way society is now. Uh, the godly form of like leadership is so different than the worldly form of leadership. And um, I think it's interesting because a lot of people think success equates that this person has a big, um, either a big following on social media, social media, people are listening to them or watching them and all that. They think that's success or they think um, huge money account, of course. That person has to be successful because they have all this money. But one of the criteria for leadership in the godly way is not to be a lover of money. And um, I was I thought that was very, very interesting because people were like, well, don't you have to have money to be able to accomplish things and, and, and lead anybody anywhere? You take finances to do anything in the world. But it's a th- it's a difference when you're just trying to use money that you have at your disposal because you're trying to already accomplish a higher good and a higher goal. And it's something totally different when your goal is to get some money <laughs> out of others. So it's like, oh, um, I might not say what I need to say because that person ties pretty good. So I need to kind of keep them happy. You know, like when you... When when money is is more so the focus and not the serving or not other things, it's so easy to get corrupted. And that's why Bible already says in other passages that the love of money is the root of all evil. And so when that love starts happening for the money instead of the love for the Lord, that is and he said that you can't even serve both. That you either he he's used the word hate. He said you're either going to Love one and hate the other or vice versa, but you can't serve God in money. So the Bible clearly says that that love of that money is what takes a lot of people away from even being qualified to be a leader. Getting back to the word and self-control and why it's so important. And uh, what I'm trying to convey today uh, for our lives that we can take and we can do something with is in this in this day and time, we need more people that have these kind of qualities and not just as a leader, but just period. We need more people to have like a servitude heart, um, the heart of um, I want to just help people because it's the right thing. I want to be available, make myself available in my community because it's the right thing. And I really want to see people set free. I really want to see people that have been, you know, mistreated by the enemy, people that have been ran over, uh, exploited, things like that. I want to see these people set free. I want to see this general this generational curses uh, come to an end in, in this right now, in this particular lineage of family. I want to see the legacy make a full 90 degree turn from destruction to um now they're now they they're starting a whole new trend a whole new um standard for the kids coming up after them and even with my own my own family you know I'm I'm working on that right now with my children and so I just really 
want to just encourage you as you set out this year. Um, and it's the fifth day of the new year. And five is the number for grace. I just want to share that with you all for those who need that reminder. Five is the number for grace. And so as you live out this day, even if you're not listening to this on the fifth, think about um, how you are not as disciplined in some area in your life as you should be. Maybe you're disciplined on working out. Maybe you're disciplined on how you eat. Maybe you're disciplined on your prayer life. But you're not so disciplined in this other area. Maybe financially you're undisciplined. Maybe you, you know, every all of us have room to grow on the on the place of self-discipline. Um, but I believe that it kind of connects with some of these other attributes in this place in Timothy. Um, not just a lot of times if you if if you're overeating then it's easy also to start doing some other things that like and then it doesn't encourage your body to want to get up and be mobile and want to be, you know, doing a lot because after you overeat, it kind of, you know, you, you make yourself a little sluggish with the overeating. And then um, I also noticed this with my own, I don't know if it happened to anybody else, but the more healthier I eat, the more easier it is for me to say no to some of the other stuff. Um, like, um, and then also it helps me want to be motivated to work out. A lot of times I have, I've already feel better cause I'm not eat, overeating. So I have the energy to go work out and then working out indirectly encourages me to keep not eating bad food cause it would self defeat the workout. So all that stuff, it really, it's not that hard to get, once you get started, it's not that hard to keep going, but you just got to get started. So one thing helps out the other. You know, once once you're disciplined in one direction, it it reinforces you to continue staying disciplined so that other things in your life flow the way they're supposed to. I hope whatever time you listen to this and however it touches you, that you have been blessed from Be A Better Human channel today. And I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. And we will be still talking about self-discipline, self-control. Uh, we'll be, I'll be sharing a different scripture, but we'll still be talking about the same topic. And please, be a better human. <laughs> Bye.